0: you're listening to the soggy bottom girls podcast exploring all things on the great british baking show with your hosts allison Roche and lisa Vukmirovic. hello i am allison
1: and i'm lisa and we are the soggy bottom girls
0: hey soggy bottom girl how's it going <laughs> how are you <ya? laughs>
1: welcome it's to bread going. week baby
0: it is bread week did you make any bread this week yourself any baguettes. No,
1: I did not make any, but I have big plans because my Sophie is coming home and she loves ah. my Serbian kolach. So I'm going to make her ah. some of my kolach and but I don't want to make it too early cuz I don't want it to be stale. But I mm-hmm. do also have a couple of my Paul Hollywood baguettes in the freezer which we will pull out for a mm-hmm. charcuterie board later.
0: Yeah, you're kind of, um, you've sent me a few pictures over the last year of charcuterie boards, and they are impressive. I thank you. Yeah. Cheese
1: yeah. on a board.
0: <laughs> I, uh, well, I've done cheese on a board, but you add like fresh herbs and all kinds of little extra
1: I do. I like to add little sauces and things like um, I just have to say it's uh, going right into Diana's delicious, rustic picnic rolls, which were cram jam full of cheese. Cram jam. (laughs) I had to do my Mary (laughs) Berry. It's cram jam full of cheese. So good.
0: Well, let's get into it. Yeah, so yeah. this week, this week is bread week. It's episode three of season one's Netflix uh, show, and the ch- the challenge was rye rolls. Um, I do not like rye bread.
1: Do you like it?
0: Mm, so my husband loves to go to breakfast, and you know they always ask you what kind of toast you want with everything and we always say dark rye and then we don't eat it just john John just thinks it's a good idea to like just keep it going so it's always an option for people so we order
1: oh john
0: the rye council
1: thanks (laughs) you the Rye council of of wisconsin (laughs) (laughs) that's so great i love him
0: it's so cute so then we bring it home and give it to our pig but Mm. (laughs) But uh, I don't mind rye, but I never think of it. I, I do like some dark rye better than just rye. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm wondering if this is, you know, the judges said to several bakers, like, oh, that's a very classic. So rye rolls must be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but it's a challenge because Paul said it takes a lot more work to get the rise that um, it doesn't have as much gluten. So maybe mm-hmm. for people who are gluten sensitive, rye would be a better option. But to uh, me, I, I just don't, I don't care for it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will say that there were some bakes that sounded, uh, can we talk about Louis? What the heck? His oh, opposite
1: they were attract- so beautiful. What in the world? They were so beautiful.
0: So Louis decides to make this role that he's calling opposite attract roles and he makes two types of dough uh, get ready. So he puts pale fennel and parsnip into one dough and dark carrots. Oh, sorry. In the dark one, carrots, coffee, and chocolate. I I just don't know the brain that comes up with that is really, really interesting. And it did, they were beautiful. And well, he got a handshake. He
1: got a handshake. I wish they would have shown more of how he assembled those things. Yeah. You know, wrapping the dough, the sliced dough over the other. Did he wrap it and then slice it? It was so beautiful when, we, when mm-hmm. I saw it. I just couldn't believe how great it was. But yeah, those flavors. Who in the world thinks Mm-mm. of carrot and coffee? <laughs> no.
0: Well, and the fennel and parsnip you know parsnips just aren't a main part of the american diet i don't think but
1: they're so, very mild they're quite mild and maybe it yeah. was just for moisture in there
0: oh maybe you're right maybe you're right well did you get i wonder if it was fresh fennel now that you say that or if it was no it didn't say fennel seed it was fennel and parsnip mm-hmm. who Weird. knows but, but yeah, i g- was impressed that was impressive um absolutely you mentioned Diana and hers and her little flower pots, um, which I thought was a cute idea. Absolutely, um,
1: and they—I bet they tasted so good. My mouth is literally watering thinking about all that cheese <laughs> and walnut in there. Yum!
0: Mm-hmm. You like blue cheese, obviously.
1: I do. I like blue cheese mm-hmm.
0: a lot. I do too. Yes, she, she made a cheese and walnut rye roll with blue cheese and Stilton, which mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever—I don't think I've ever had that. Stilton
1: is, um, it's similar to blue cheese. It's like a soft cheese. It's got a, you know, that same kind of funky flavor. Um, I don't know. I guess I need to take a cheese class to know how to, how to describe things the way that people describe wine, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm, Stilton mm-hmm. is very similar to blue, at least in my own personal opinion, my own uh, experience, I guess.
0: Paul thought. The flavor was good, but that they didn't look good and i I kind of wondered why not just leave them in the little flower pots and they would have looked better mm-hmm. they were a little if you didn't know she had baked them in a flower pot, you would have thought what the heck, and they, they were weird mhm,
1: but you but, and I always talk about people trying to set themselves apart, and you have to give it to true. sweet Diana, you know because she always tells herself or tells us, you know I'm old school, I'm just classic, blah blah, blah. And then she did the train last week, mm-hmm. and she did mm-hmm. the flop I f- I feel like this is her attempt to be like I can do something clever too. And then mm-hmm. the poor thing is just shot down once again. <laughs> <I know. laughs> damned if you do, damned
0: <laughs> if you don't.
1: Poor Diana, so sad.
0: It is sad. Um, Kate made an uh, orange and cardamom knot that was glazed with a sticky orange syrup. They which, look beautiful. Yes, they did. And mm-hmm. um, Mary said they were scrumptious, which I think may is one of her higher, her higher compliments.
1: But here's the question. Is scrumptious better than scrummy, scrummy. or is scrummy better than scrumptious?
0: I don't I think know. Scrummy. I think scrummy because maybe it's a little more informal. Like I'm really digging this.
1: I think I you're know. right. I think, I think you're right.
0: Um, Nancy made pear cider and walnut with a yeasted pear crust um have you ever done that no that little crust on rolls
1: it confused yeah. me a little bit it reminds me of how people put the cracklin on top of yeah. a, a pot of shoe you know yeah. um i i don't know i mean i thought it looked nice but yeah i felt like nancy was maybe a little bit flying under the radar this week did you get that like, especially Absolutely. with the showstopper, not to get too far ahead. But, you know, she's in the middle for the, for the technical. And I just, mm-hmm. well, of course, they didn't really highlight her at all this week. But I just felt like maybe bread is, wasn't her thing. Or she was just like, I'm going to stay in the middle of the pack, you know, and not really go all out. Because when it comes to a bread sculpture or, you know, that kind of thing, you don't just put a log of bread out. Come on, Nancy. You, you're better than that.
0: Well, I think you're exactly right. And a question I forgot to ask uh, Ian Cumming when he was our guest was, do they know, how far in advance do they know which week is which? It sounded like they were, they submitted all the recipes for the nine of the 10 weeks, but maybe didn't know the order because you hear bakers say, well, I didn't really get a chance to Practice this as much or you know, and I, I wondered that about Nancy if this week this wasn't one that she worked on.
1: Could be. Uh, I don't too know. Too much,
0: but for whatever reason. Uh Ian, the other Ian did cranberry and walnut rye bread rolls, and he used his own sourdough starter. Um those that he were keeps, wo- in <laughs> that
1: he keeps in a closet. <laughs>
0: well- Raise your baked. hand
1: if you started a sourdough starter. Through the through the <laughs> shutdown, and that sourdough starter is history. Uh-huh. I had to I, throw mine away. He I did too. In a tank, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eating away. But yeah, I just you know I got into it, and all of my family is like, "Hey, guess what? We don't like sourdough." And I was like, "Guess <laughs> guess what? I don't either." <laughs> we were all just kind of like, "Yeah." So. We gave up the, the big toss.:
0: I, too, made a sourdough starter, and then I took care of it for quite a while, and then I kind of like realized one day, like, I don't really feel like making sourdough bread and that's <laughs> <also>. ever
1: again. <laughs> All the sourdough starters are screaming somewhere. Oh, so sad.
0: Uh, let's see. your boyfriend Jordan.: he My boyfriend.
1: Made- <laughs> Ryan spelled <felt. Yeah. laughs> the little lemon you know I have to again I'm jumping all over the place today I thought Jordan really went for it this week and I, I would say he didn't do that badly it wasn't mm-hmm. like it fell let's talk about our poor friend Donette. is that was that her name D- Dornette Dorette direct from way back when yeah, you know she yeah. had times when things just collapsed and things were a mess. And yeah. she's wishing it back together. And Jordan, <laughs> you know, I have a little crush on Jordan. And um, I think he worked really, really hard. And I think he did too. And did his best. And it just it wasn't good enough.
0: Well, we can get into it after the showstopper, but yeah, I think it was, you know, um. I think he took more risks than Norman. Absolutely. You know, and Norman made a caraway seed and Sultana rye roll, but he even said, I'm staying in my comfort zone. Yep. And they said, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just simple. So he did. And, um,
1: Take a Jordan drink every back. time his bakes are described as simple. And you'll
0: be <laughs> drunk by the end of the episode. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, Norman. So true. Right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Chetna, she made onion and pine nut rolls that she served with the chutney. Um, I think they, she got a mixed review. Mary mm-hmm. said they looked flat.
1: They, they didn't rise enough because they said she didn't work it enough.
0: Yeah, Is that rye flour? The flavor was delicious. And I can kind of, I feel like I've had something similar on, you know, an onion roll. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the pine nuts in there and how that would have tasted. Probably pretty good. Uh, I think the only other person uh, is Richard. So there's some, you know, little back and forth with Paul about whether American pumpernickel is There pumpernickel. is no
1: American pumpernickel. Just like there's no American champagne or any champagne outside of <laughs> outside of France that can be called champagne. Yeah, I don't think Richard really cared what Paul said. Okay, no, it
0: didn't. It didn't seem like it. He's like, well, okay, I'm making this, and here's what it is. I guess it's mm-hmm. pumpernickel rye and cranberry sprinkled with caraway seeds. Fine.
1: Yeah, so it airbaked. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Nothing
0: to stand out. Yeah. I mean, I think Louie obvious. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't talk about Martha who also did a really nice role. She did date and Walnut with treacle and honey. um, And then she daringly put an egg wash on. How dare you? (laughs) A little bit underbaked. Do you ever think that sometimes he pinches something and says it's raw and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's, I know he's the judge. I know he's the bread expert. And I guess maybe that the bar is so high that he has to say that. I don't know. I feel bad for people sometimes when they're like, raw, what are you you talking about? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. He, it, it's not very hard for me to turn this back to dough is what he says, you know, when he gives it that squeeze.
0: Right. Just takes Um, sick pleasure. Is it, I think another season where, um, Val, who you I know you like. <laughs> she's I think she's one who's a, I kind of like it under the uh, and I always am with her. I kind of mm-hmm. like things sometimes a little doughier, depending on what it is. But oh
1: yeah, I've told you that's how my husband wants the bread to be all the time.
0: Oh, really? Oh, you oh, know that.
1: He loves it, yeah. He likes it a little soggy, hence the name. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sog- <laughs> soggy bottom. But yeah, he li- he likes the dough to be a little squishy. Huh.
0: I do too, I have to say. There you go. When I was a kid, uh, every Saturday my dad would make pancakes, and he always knew to make mine undercooked.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, a little hey, yeah, where
0: they're almost, almost wow. batter. I don't know why, but yeah. So that started early for me. But anyhow, I did who doesn't
1: who doesn't love hot batter? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> delish! It's a la- you had a lava pancake.
0: That's a good name for just a...
1: like I made my lava cake yesterday. Oh
0: yeah, you yeah. want to talk about your lava cake?
1: Nah, it's <laughs> not bread. If anybody wants my lava cake recipe, hit me up. But <laughs> yeah, it was my first time,
0: and it was good. What did you serve with it?
1: Uh, ice cream. Ice it cream. was a chocolate lava cake with a peanut butter filling, and we put ice cream in. I gave it to my band. Those guys are the best. I just nice. you know they're happy to eat anything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um. We all, you know, we tipped them out together. We opened it up together. And it was a little wont wah moment when it didn't ooze out, <laughs> you know. But, um, but you the, chocolate, the chocolate was lava-y, so that, that's good. And the, they're just so nice. The taste was good. Can't good. go wrong with chocolate and peanut butter. Good. Oh, did I mention I didn't want to talk about it? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So the technical for bread week was to make a perfect (laughs) ciabatta. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you made ciabatta?
1: I have. I've made it before. And um, what I remember, it was many years ago. The kids were into it, like having sandwiches on ciabatta or making pizza on ciabatta. And Mm. um, so I made it homemade. And I just remember having this to sit on the counter for a very, 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 very long time, a lot longer than they had. Um, cause huh. you want those bubbles in there, you know, oh. I think I, I don't remember my exact, um, recipe, but it felt like that you had to make some kind of weird start to it and then put it in and then let it sit again. But yeah, I've made it before it came out, but you know, it, doesn't have a ton of flavor. It's whatever you decide to put in. And these were obviously plain. So, hmm.
0: did they look like slippers? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't remember. I remember them being pretty flat. But yeah,
0: not slippers. All right. You know, they gave the recommendation to be patient. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because there is a time, <laughs> it's not like, hey, you have all day, do how you will with this recipe, you know. So being patient, uh, you know, is a risk, is a risk. but Yes,
1: and guess who won? The person who was the patient yeah. the most patient, yeah. Kate. And um, she did not use the proving drawer. Right. And so many others did. And Paul said, I can tell that this was You raised it too fast, Uh you know? And so, you know, good things to learn there. Leave it on the counter.
0: How do you like to let things rise generally? Do you Um, put them in the oven if it's warm? Do you just put them in the oven to get them out of a, you know, a drafty place? What do you like to do? Um,
1: if I have the choice and I've read somewhere that it's recommended, like Paul even said with his baguette recipe to do a cold rise, which would be cover it, put it in the fridge overnight, and it will rise so, 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 so slowly. Um, that's my preferred way because I like to give things time. But if mm-hmm. not, I, I generally just leave it on the counter. Um, mm-hmm. I have done this before, and I don't know if anybody else would have this, this trouble, but when I've been in a hurry and I have something, like I'm baking something else, I'll put it, I will put it on top of the stove you know, just to get the heat and guess what? It baked the bottom of the dough because of the heat coming up through the oven and had to throw it out. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really recommend that. And we, as Americans, we don't have a proving drawer, of course, I know you can make your oven into a proving drawer if you wanted to. And I also have a roaster, like a separate, you know, like you do for your turkeys and stuff at Thanksgiving um, that you could probably easily turn into a proving drawer. Maybe I could do some experimenting with that, but Generally, I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. to To make things rise, so if I sure. can give it a cold rise, and I like to make dough, you know, put it away, work on some other stuff, and then deal mm-hmm. with the dough when I'm ready to deal with it, when I have the time. So,
0: do you cover the dough with cling film? Um,
1: sometimes I do, but <laughs> I do my part for the environment as best as I can. Sometimes I'll use my beeswax. Um, yeah, wrap- yeah. Yeah. And then just lay a plate on top of like a KitchenAid steel bowl. I also will use, we have those lids that are real bendy that make a seal, and yeah. that almost always works. Huh. So I do my best to not use cling when I, when I watch the show, I know I don't want to bum myself out, but I'm like, Oh, so much plastic, you know, the the proving bags and things like that. I think I hope they're going to use that again. They don't use it again. I know
0: the piping bags. A lot of those. Yeah.
1: I just bought some reusable piping bags and they clean up like a dream.
0: Oh, where'd you buy it from?
1: Give you one guess.
0: (laughs) Well, I would love it if it was Aldi, but I guess it's Amazon. (laughs) It was
1: Amazon. Yeah, I I had some money. My stepmom gave me some money uh, on Amazon for my birthday, and I bought a piping bag so I could practice. It came with two piping bags.
0: I actually want to do that also because we have an amazing revelation Lisa and I both made, but we'll save it for another time when we are talking about that ingredient. Absolutely. Um, Stay tuned, everybody.
1: It's a mystery. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so the technical sorry your boyfriend jordan came in 10th he did he put he oil put on the top. Oil on tap
1: i don't know what he's thinking that's not in the recipe yeah. come on jordan you're better than that <laughs> i just <laughs> keep saying that to all the contestants come on nancy come on jordan
0: yeah uh ian was ninth chetna eighth diana was seventh richard sixth nancy fifth and somehow norman got into fourth place yep uh Good on him. And Martha was third, which I think she was thrilled with. And between Kate and Louie, I think it was uh close, but Louis came second and Kate came first. And uh I think she was also very thrilled by that.
1: Yep, she was proving no no pun intended, proving Paul right mm-hmm. by saying, Whoever waits the longest is the winner. Yeah. And she was. She did she great. Was. She did. Um on to our
0: showstopper. There's oh, so
1: much to talk about with the showstopper. Oh my
0: gosh. So, so did you gorgeous. happen to catch did you happen to catch when Sue and Mel are telling them, you know, what the directive is? And she I think Sue says like it's a tear and share and a keep and weep. <laughs> that so funny. I thought that was so funny. I Those like guys it.
1: are the best. Don't you love they them? Are. We'll
0: have to do a show on them sometime and oh, just talk about love all of to. their funny business. But mm-hmm. um I do love that. I have you ever made a tear I'm sure you have.
1: Well, cinnamon rolls yeah monkey bread yeah I, w- before i knew how to make bread if i ever went to someone's house or i had somebody over for dinner i always bought bread dough you know like white bread dough um thawed it out and cut it into um s- stripe strips and rolled it in garlic salt and parmesan and tied it into knots and mm-hmm. put that into like a kind of a mound and people could pull little pieces off.
0: Yep. So. I am familiar with this. This recipe I think must've made the rounds about 20 years ago. Cause I do remember doing that a couple of times and having my sister make that a couple of times and really, really digging that. I, my, um, <laughs> my sisters and parents, we must've gotten on a frozen bread dough, roll no pun intended um (laughs) and did all kinds of stuff like that like during the 90s Mm -hmm. (laughs) with frozen bread dough it's so easy Uh, to,
1: to buy it but you know what it sure is easy to make it too so and so much
0: cheaper well I have one more little anecdotal frozen bread dough because of what Nancy chose to make uh Nancy makes a stromboli and when she started talking about it, I thought, I am not impressed because I used to make stromboli out of frozen bread dough. <laughs> Same. Same. Did yep. you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. My friends, the
1: Oldenburgs, always always uh, had us over for strombolis made out of frozen bread dough. Oh, yep.
0: funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I did that. I would do it. Um, I do a peanut butter and jelly one for the kids. Oh, and then, what
1: a good idea. <laughs>
0: like more of a Mediterranean one for dinner. And then we'd wrap them up and John and I would walk to a park and have a picnic it was so Aww, fun so
1: that's so sweet i love it
0: yeah it's a good memory but nancy makes stromboli with a full english breakfast inside with homemade ketchup which i thought she i think she thought she was going to get more points for her. and i think it actually they told her to leave it worked out worked against her yeah made the
1: gap but do you think that we could spend another half hour talking about what that <laughs> what the heck what the heck with full <laughs> english come on you guys, you guys, and i they're like, are there baked beans in this? And I'm like, yes, there are not. There were not. But, but why, why baked beans for breakfast and all the stuff with the sausage and the mushrooms and the bacon and the, why is that yeah. a full English? Why is that called a full English? A fry up.
0: A fry up. I don't know. I, I did look it up myself to figure out exactly what it was and one source said exactly what you just listed um it's got to be like slab bacon and Mm -hmm. the sausage and then I think like blood sausage also but some people have mushrooms and then baked beans and then grilled I'm like that is all ew it's too much
1: but I don't don't like
0: I don't like baked beans so
1: oh I love baked beans But I don't want them for breakfast.
0: Yeah, I don't. But
1: you know, this is completely getting off topic. But (laughs) the British people who eat beans on toast for a meal—really? Yes, it's a thing. Come on, somebody chime in and tell me that you've eaten beans (laughs) on toast for a meal. It—it's a true thing. Okay, back to everybody else.
0: Okay, so Nancy makes this sort of unexciting stramboli and it it does not it doesn't go over well with them. No. Um let's see who else I want to Louie. talk about
1: Martha's one thousand student socks cheese. <laughs> 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 the smell of one thousand student socks. The wait, wait, it's called Epois. Epois
0: cheese. Époix. Yeah all Aldi carries that.
1: Delicious. <laughs> I don't know, but I wish they would. It reminded me of Brie, the way that it was super, super melty, you know.
0: Right, right. I did like how they described it um, you know, as a stuffed sunflower with it was to be like fondue, like mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it they thought it it should have looked neater i thought it looked great the way she st- spent all that time standing up the seeds in the center and
1: standing up those sunflower seeds gave me great anxiety i'm like come on <laughs> you're taking uh, 45 minutes to put all these sunflower seeds in but when she put it in the oven did you see the legs were kind of tipping off the edge of the tray and that felt bad that. for her for that she should have had a bigger tray
0: or a bigger oven wouldn't that yeah. be an idea yeah right come on yeah I liked hers. They, they thought the idea was good. They thought it needed maybe a little more baking. But I think that was a case of being a little harsh. Mm-hmm. I would eat eaten that big time. Yeah. Um, Richard makes a pesto pinwheel with feta and walnuts, a tear and share. And it, that looked great. And that is great. I mean, pesto and feta, you can't go wrong. When
1: they were all impressed about, did you make your own pesto? I'm like, do you think someone would bring store-bought pesto to the Great British Bake Off? I don't think so. It's so easy to make. Come on. You can make it. Oh, I, I can know. make it. We can all make it.
0: I know. It's really, it's one of those things that seemed mysterious when I was, you know, a teenager, but not anymore. At right. End, it's very easy to make. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Yep. His was good. And then Louie, <laughs> uh, the Spanish loaf in the shape of a crown. <laughs> that was pretty intense. Um it was, Yeah. He adds saffron to his dough, um, a little gold leaf on the olives mm. on top, which you probably didn't. You don't like olives, right?
1: I don't. And I don't like the way they look on things either. So I didn't
0: like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so anti olive. It's fun, not even funny. But yeah, I just, those big dull green on the top to me made it look unattractive. But I'm just a big weirdo. So.
0: Well, I don't like pimento loaf is disgusting, you know, when it Agreed. has, and I, I didn't think, okay, I love Louie. He makes beautiful things. This was well, well, well executed. I didn't like how it looked either because it Thank just looked you. clunky to me too. Yeah. I agree with the whole house on top and then adding gold on top of him. Yeah. But I mean, he did a great job. He went I,
1: all out. That's for it sure. It was a
0: showstopper for yes. sure.
1: Agreed. Um,
0: I think Paul and Mary disagreed a little bit, though. Paul didn't like the flavor so much, and but Mary did like it.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Now, mm-hmm. what about the twist that Kate did on her prosciutto, olive, and coriander bread? That twist, I still don't understand it. And Mary said she would need a map to be able to make that twist.
0: Yeah. Um, it was so cool. Let's go back a little bit because coriander is cilantro is that isn't that correct Cor- coriander do you I, see how she just layered so much green i slant. thought if that is cilantro, i love cilantro that seemed like a lot of cilantro to put cilantro with.
1: is a very strong flavor mm-hmm. at least in my opinion and some people you know some people have that gene that makes it taste like soap
0: My mom does. My mom thinks that. That Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, so that would not appeal to everyone. You'd probably want to do some research to see if Paul obviously Paul doesn't have it, but you know, you never know.
0: Well, she's also one where he like pushes it and says it looks raw, and you know she looks like she just wants to cry and then die. It's because the spiral was so so
1: tight, and I think what Paul says there is something that all of us can remember where he's, he says, you know, you put the ham on there and then the bread can't rise because you've sealed it. And to Uh, me, Oh, well that, that makes perfect sense. I'll remember that next time, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how you'd want to add the ham in, but maybe chop it up or.
0: Yeah. Maybe not so sealing.
1: Yeah. It looked gorgeous, but yeah, it was,
0: it was wrong. but
1: she was incredulous.
0: Raw <laughs> I know, I know. Uh you mentioned earlier, Diana, um her so she makes these pinwheels um with similar ingredients like a parmesan spinach and ham pinwheel with a jam in the center, um which of course gave it a soggy bottom mm-hmm. and then there wasn't and there wasn't enough filling, so sort of a double whammy there.
1: I thought it looked nice though. I thought it did too.
0: Mm-hmm um norman he lost me when he added chicken into a bread i just don't it did not sound good to me
1: not a pot pie norman
0: he just made a white a white bread loaf um with chicken and pesto no one asked him if he made his pesto uh (laughs) sun-dried tomatoes because you know he didn't (laughs) he says himself it's nothing special (laughs) yeah um, that was called a roasted vegetable picnic loaf. Um, but
1: remember, he just laid that top. He rolled it out, laid it on top. It was like a yeah. pie. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me.
0: Right, right. Um, pie with bread dough. They were looking for more excitement on the inside, mm-hmm. I think they said. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, Ian makes a Moroccan plat. Um, Oh, his was pretty.
1: It was really it pretty. Was. It was a four-pronged a four, uh, plat, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't I
0: know think, how to do. I, I think Paul actually complimented him on his plaiting, mm-hmm. or a pretty good plat. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that that was a success, and he needed to have a good showstopper, I think. Um,
1: After coming in ninth
0: in the technical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Chetna. Uh, another white bread that she put sort of an Indian type. It seemed kind of classic Indian to me. Mango like chutney.
1: Mango chutney. Yeah,
0: and cauliflower and um, that kind of thing. I did not. Mm, they said it was messy and unexciting. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it looked to me, it looked very basic.
0: Sounds very like basic describing this house I live in right now messy, <laughs> and um, yeah and that was kind of surprising because she is really good with her flavors mm-hmm. I don't know they said it was more like cake than bread I guess yes which yes. probably means I would have liked it
1: <laughs> right oh are we I'm not going to talk about Jordan
0: your boyfriend
1: he, he oh, come on he tried so hard he's like i'm taking all my favorite things i love cheesecake and i love raspberries and he put it all in there and you just knew you just knew it wasn't gonna be good but i love the way that it looked and that twisty star bread is on my bucket list like my soon i'm gonna make this soon um because now, what do you
0: mean by twisty star bread well, Like just you, muffin you,
1: You cut it, you know, so it's like a starburst, but then you twist it twice and then the, it comes out like that. And, um, somebody else did it like that. Um, was it
0: Richard who did the twist, who twisted it and set it up? Somebody did like a half twist and then set it was that Richard and then patted it down a little bit. I don't um,
1: remember, but it said his was a pinwheel and I think that's, I think he used the same kind of technique, but on a lot of my Facebook groups, the people are putting up, they made a cinnamon star bread. They made a oh. you know, a garlic one and looking at it, it does not look that hard. So I'm going to work on it. Maybe this
0: week. When he was twisting it though, it looked a hot, hot mess. Oh,
1: it was leaking but- everywhere.
0: Then he baked it, but he baked it in a pan. Uh, Maybe it was so messy. It seemed like he put it in more like a round cake pan. Like a
1: springform pan kind of? Yes, yes.
0: And then it looked better baked, a lot better baked. I mean, it really did not look well when he was doing his little twist method. And he was trying to explain
1: it. He's like, all the moisture is going to be absorbed by the bread. Well, yeah, it was. That's why it was sort of soggy and raw in the middle. But he said he had made it. Like ten times,
0: yeah, that it was well, he called it a brioche, too, um, right, and that's that's an enriched bread in my room, mhm, with milk and eggs, and okay, so, huh, interesting, I thought it was kind of sweet too. He spends all this time like glazing by hand, individual pieces of fruit for the top and raspberries and strawberries, and you know, and says he's never done that before. I,
1: and he was trying to yeah. keep up. He said, I want mine to be as pretty as everybody else's. And that made, that made me a little sad inside when he <laughs> said that, you know, mine don't look as pretty as, oh, Jordan, you work so hard. You deserve more than that.
0: Oh, poor Jordan.
1: Yeah, but there's just some good yeah. bakers here. So it
0: wasn't, you know. Lisa, you don't get to be in that tent unless you're a good baker
1: you said it friend <laughs> nobody else has ever said that before but thank you
0: thank you for just a little reminder just a me. little reminder <laughs> unless of course you're a movie star and then you can just oh, that, well that one. is true anytime, yeah
1: anytime unless you want
0: it netflix show um, yeah so i think that everybody and unfortunately that that cheesecake <laughs> The strawberry raspberry cheesecake brioche was Jordan's last. (sighs) Jordan's last stand. I wonder if he has
1: any cookbooks out. Have you looked it up?
0: I haven't looked into Jordan too much, but I would be happy to. um, Please do. I am
1: dying to talk to him because I think he's just so he's just so fun. He's a fun person. I would like to be his friend.
0: He does seem like he'd be very easy to talk to. um, Mm Mm-hmm. So we say goodbye to Jordan and we say congratulations Louis mm-hmm. on his first Star Baker and he deserved it. He, he sure really did. worked hard this whole whole weekend and really did stand out and he definitely deserved it.
1: So definitely. his bakes are so beautiful. Rest in mm-hmm. peace Louis. Bless your heart.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that as we get a little further in a few our listener, and you don't know, um, Louis sadly passed away last year, and it makes me want to cry, but we'll, we'll And he wasn't him his, very old. He wasn't even 50 yet. It's oh, my terrible. gosh. Yeah, that's a dirty shame. Terrible. But we'll, we'll talk about him more as we get further in, because, spoiler alert, he makes it all the way. Sorry if I spoiled that, but it, he's got to make it anyway. I mean, he's doing so, so, so well.
1: And you know, what's fun when he says how much he enjoys it, you know, they talk to him about some local competition that he won and, you know, that was so sweet. And he's like, I just really enjoy this. And I'm thinking, you know, that's what baking is all about. Don't do it if it's not fun for you. Um, Keep watching people because it's fun to watch other people bake, but baking should be
0: fun. I agree. Um, I did notice him saying that that he'd entered a few baking competitions. Do you do you hear about, except for maybe like Pillsbury or Fairtime, do you hear of many baking competitions?
1: Not, around, not around here. Where um, you are? They have a gingerbread house contest that everybody's like, oh, Lisa, you should enter. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I can't win something like that.
0: Is it legit, though? Like, it's yes. serious? Okay. Um, I mean, not legit. I don't mean legit. Is it like... You know, it's not like everybody's kid from the neighborhood enters and then we all go, oh, these are all great when they're not, they're just Mm -mm. kid built.
1: They do it in like downtown in South Bend, I think. And there's like age categories like for children and adults and, you know, the adults that do it, they do it. You know, they do. They're the artists. I'm just a baker, but they, you know, they do beautiful things and piping and Victorian Mm -hmm. three story mansions. And I just, you know. Just do my thing in my house to make it smell nice at Christmas time.
0: <laughs> well, Lisa's underselling herself because I've seen her gingerbread houses oh. and they are beautiful. They are beautiful. Yes, thank beauti- you, my sweetness. dear
1: friend. You're so kind to me. <laughs>
0: um, I did enter. <laughs> it's here. Laughing mean at myself. I entered a pie. It was a pie or tart making contest in a little teeny town um, called McGregor, Iowa. And I believe that maybe, maybe I there were six other people that showed up with stuff, and I think I got second. <gasps> what and was I, I thought your tie?
1: What did you? What did I made a mean? tart.
0: I made a savory tart, which is um, this tomato tart that I love, and so I oh, adapted and made a big one.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I'm I'm literally laughing at myself because I think that it was like a really crappy weekend, and they didn't have the the um you know entrance that they thought they were gonna have and mm-hmm. so uh, i'm laughing so i got second
1: did you get a ribbon
0: <laughs> i did do you still <laughs> have it um i i'm not joking i seriously think i just threw it away last week so i was like what's the point because i was such a dork i wrote my name on the back of the ribbon like immediately so Aww. i would remember and now i'm like oh, i can't even donate it now
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs>
0: Oh, Oh. anyway, it was funny, but
1: who wouldn't want a ribbon with your name on it? I would.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could have been like Julia Child and then just wore it on my (laughs) lapel every time we podcasted.
1: Oh my gosh, that is a fantastic idea.
0: (laughs) Second place. Jeez. (laughs) Other than that, I have not entered any contests, but you should. I want you to do the gingerbread one. Yeah.
1: I just do it for myself, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: well, on that note, I guess we are done. And dusted. Thank you for listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Soggy Bottom Girls. Or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com. And may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.